0: Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Get the PHT with me Sammy, me
1: Hannah and me Tom.
0: And this week we're going to be finding the positives in our PhDs and research uh, and the experiences that we've had so far and the successes that we've had after quite a challenging episode last week. Tom, do you want to explain the logic behind this? It was your idea.
1: Uh, I am proud I had an idea, so yeah, yeah. shout well out to me for that. <laughs> um, so yeah. Last week's episode was all about the challenges, the PhD and things, so we spent a bit of time this week talking about the positives we've done so far in our PhDs and just sort of uplift sort of sessions, so we thought we'd share some ideas.
0: I think it's, it's good trying to try and develop a bit of a positive outlook on things.
1: Definitely,
2: like as challenging as a PhD is, there's actually lots of perks and it's a really good thing, so we thought we should kind of bring it back from the negative and have some positives. Of
0: course, so first of all, weekly catch-up what have you guys been up
1: to
2: it's been good just really busy out meeting different people who've been offering different types of dyslexia support finding out a bit about that um i spent some time at my company school Uh, i can only think of like monday tuesday (laughs) and that's it so that's all yesterday was
1: was a big day for you You you're out all day oh actually i've I've just
2: described wednesday yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: describe Wednesday say Monday and Tuesday we're really busy
2: no I can't think of anything else I've had a busy long week um, yeah no more comments on that <laughs> grinding
0: and getting stuff done oh
2: yeah
1: the perfect time for you to talk about positives I think
2: we'll see I'll I'll tell you at the end <laughs> Tom
0: what have you been up to this
2: week um,
1: I've been back in my centre a lot more um, hours going back up there and except that I've been focused on my ethics so my last ethics got deferred they had, like, comments on it that I need to try and think about. So I'm trying to really, like, nail this one so I can just get through and start collecting more data.
0: Lovely stuff. Sounds like some good progress. Hopefully so. Good. Well, this week I haven't done anything too groundbreaking. Same old, same old, bits and bit, bits and bobs. Um, like, you started to look at ethics a bit. Hopefully you're going to be getting a bit of a sample together for, for my data collection. A bit further in the process, obviously, because I've now been doing it for a year. So yeah, all good.
1: Sounds good.
2: So here's the jingle. Get
1: the
0: PhD. So this week's topic: finding the positives in our PhDs. I know that we've uh, been having some struggles of maybe finding some. Some people have found it easier.
1: It's just hard to think about, isn't it?
0: Um, yeah, I think. Sometimes, obviously, like we did the episode last week, the challenges, and we were quite quick to mm-hmm. grab some and had quite a few examples, if anything, we could have put more in than we did in the podcast. I think, I think it's
2: that, I'm sorry, that thing of being British as well, where you're like, I especially like, I can't think of my own positives or won't highlight them as positives because we're just so so modest. and. Um...
0: Yeah, of course. Well, like last week's episode, obviously, with imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. which we discussed, we need to recognise our successes because otherwise... Like you said, you've had a tough week, you'll just get bogged down by yeah. all the work that you're doing, stress, and you won't actually have a positive outlook sometimes. Mm.
2: And it's hard because sometimes a positive outlook's a bit of an egotistical thing. Like if you're super positive... I don't and Do you not think... Oh, I it's, think it's a can. good thing, isn't it? Yeah it, it's, yeah, it is a good thing. I but think there's people, a fine line.
0: The problem is, people will do it quite a lot, where they'll look at someone else who can recognise their own success and be like, yes... That's really good. And then when they do it themselves, yeah, I see. they then think that people might judge them for it or that they're being quite e- egotistical. If so
2: you were in the research house every day missing this great thing that's going on in your picture, i was like, oh my God, just, sh- just <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's a bit of underlying tension that I can feel it. <laughs> no,
0: you're not like that at all, really. <laughs> so I suppose anybody got a success that they would like to start with or a positive that they would like to bring to the table first?
1: I think my main one is probably just gaining my first ethics approval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that was like a big step up for me that you know, I could start making my reflexive diary and my set in. Yeah. When I had something I could write about like later on. Just giving that confidence that okay, this project's going now. Like, yeah, you start yeah, going, yeah. yeah I like, in the thick of it, like it's just yeah. there. So that was a big positive for me.
0: Should be proud That's of that. Tom. Mm-hmm. Very good. Happy. Good. Um my main one, I suppose, in a similar kind of milestone kind of thing is my first draft of my lit review.
1: I mean, that's massive, isn't it? Yeah. I
0: got that done. Well, my project's obviously changed since then, so it's now in edit again. But <laughs> but yeah, so first draft of my lit review, I think it was about 6,000 words. So a good chunk of work done. Mm. I was, was pretty happy with that. I think I got that done... I'm trying to think now. When did you guys come? September, October time. Yeah. I think I got that done probably end of November, so...
1: Is when you both started doing a really Christmassy, I remember that.
0: Yeah, Christmas songs, yeah. <laughs> on YouTube, on repeat, on the on my Mac, yeah. So yeah, like, yeah first draft, I thought that was really good. Nice like that must success. be been like a
1: massive thing, like uplifting for the rest of the PhD then.
0: It kind of is, I haven't realised it until recently how good it was, because it's kind of given me the ability to actually consolidate my understanding of my field and there's quite a lot of themes in it now that I can find myself referring back to quite a lot where I'm thinking, yeah, I, I actually know quite a lot about that mm-hmm. rather than thinking, I've got nowhere.
2: I think it's got to be one of the hardest things to lit review just because, not necessarily that it's any more difficult than anything else, but it's that starting point. Like yeah. You've got to start looking at everything and start writing and yeah. start becoming an expert in your field. And it's always the hardest bit, actually starting something and getting into it. So. Well, it's
0: like we said last week about you could always do more. Mm-hmm. you could always read another journal article or yeah. another book or just something there's always some form of literature that you won't have have accessed which unfortunately you just need to come to live with because there's I don't think there's any way that any of us are going to access everything that's out there
1: i feel i could be more realistic the more i'm getting into the phd
2: um i think mine will kind of be what i mentioned last week the that i started writing yep. and then this week i've also st- Done another hundred, no, one thousand five hundred. So, there's words.
0: Words on the page, a big <laughs> chunk words. of
2: words. <laughs> a big chunk of words. Whether they stay is another matter, but that kind of feels like progress in itself. Yeah, of I think for me, f- progress is actually physical things. With I know with some people it can be more just actually yeah. looking at something, reading something, doing something. But for me, it's more having something concrete. So. Like an output. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, it's something that you can look at and go, well, I've done that, mm-hmm. rather than... I suppose it's almost like if you looked at it in a, in a smaller scale, like an assignment, you could do loads of research, but until you actually start breaking down the word count, yeah, you don't feel like you've got anywhere. If it's, I... all, it's all just in your brain. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, if I read four articles, I don't feel as accomplished as if I write about them four articles, I guess. Like, yeah. yeah,
1: that's true.
0: Yeah. Um, so my next uh, positive... Uh, kind of touched on it in my lit review uh, first draft one is that just developing a good understanding and knowledge base of my topic area just being able to use like the last year to actually like know my my field in like a what, what I think is a good level of understanding and kind of being able to think well I'm in a position where I actually maybe have something to sit worthwhile to say and I suppose that's quite a, a positive thing because i always what would be the point in doing my research
1: I so see you're thinking that, but having like all this proof and like the positives, looking back on it, you can see that it is worth it.
0: Yeah, of course, yeah. But that's that's what it's like. What we said, isn't it? Obviously, being able to recognise things and actually jot them down and reflect on everything, you start to realise that you've done a lot more than you think you have. But I don't know. I just think there's times when sometimes maybe if someone asks you about your research project or what you're doing. I, I sometimes find it hard to put into words what I'm doing, whereas recently I've been yeah. finding it quite easy to summarise what I'm doing in quite a short little bit.
1: See, this happened to us the other day, didn't it? When we were sat in the seminar and we were asked what each of us do for our PhDs.
0: Yeah, you had the you had the, the Gary test. Of, yeah, So.
1: we definitely do the short story. Summarise when... mm. to someone
0: yeah. else what you're doing.
2: That was in the workshop and once in the seminar. Yeah, I did. I forgot about that one. The workshop was harder because there's a lot of people doing very technical, fancy PhDs. That really shocked you, didn't it? Well, they just said, like, loads of random words that (laughs) (laughs) you don't hear very often. And, um, yeah, I was like, wow. I just panicked and said support for dyslexia. (laughs) (laughs) Really does me justice.
1: (laughs) I suppose one of my... um, positives as well as when i delivered the seminar so that was a big way for me starting the whole teaching side of a phd and going into like different sessions showing what you know but after doing your first one it just feels like it is doable so it just marked off like this whole fear for me of standing in front of people and talking yeah but it's working something i'm progressing towards now
0: that's good yeah and obviously with your discovery that you're going to be writing an article and presenting and so on I suppose that's kind of a good step towards... It sets you up for... Yeah, that's still at a at scary bit at yeah. the moment, yeah. Yeah, of course. It's still, obviously, it's, there's a bit of a difference between doing a research seminar in front of a handful of people at the university and doing it in front of however many at a conference, but it's still something. Yeah, definitely. It's still progress, and that's the whole point, is finding that you've done done something of value.
1: I'm sure at the end, product, I'd consider it as a positive fac- like factor. Yeah. But right now, it's a big, scary one.
0: So. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I suppose also in doing that, like I just said, you kind of consolidated your learning. Because like I said to you earlier, do you feel like you know more about ethnography since doing the podcast episode on your research? And you were like, yeah, I feel like I know a lot more now off the back of that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hoping the same comes from the paper.
0: Yeah, hopefully. I'm sure it will.
2: So my second positive is more kind of generally about PhDs. I don't know whether this is going to be more kind of funded as well because... Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, let's find out.
2: Yeah, so it's kind of just the training and development opportunities that you get. I think actually it still applies to you, Sammy, because there's lots within the university that are open yeah, to there's you. there's still opportunities like for me. the yeah. research seminars, all the IT kind of training stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course, but, yeah. But um, with our project, we have a budget set aside that you're supposed to use for training and development courses. And then it works towards us getting a separate award. Am I right in saying that? <laughs> yeah. You're looking like, awfully um, confused. <laughs> I am just
1: waiting for you to try and say the name of it.
2: Um, postgraduate skills development oh, there you go, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <Well done. laughs> um, yeah so I just think like generally in a job 9 to 5 not all jobs but a lot of them don't offer training opportunities as they should
0: or it's difficult finding the time and yeah because yeah. Yeah, yeah. you've
2: got other responsibilities whereas we kind of have a section of time allocated to doing what training you deem best for yourself and also you're given the freedom with it like well I have been in terms of my supervisors kind of been a bit like what do you feel like you need to improve on and then
1: yeah of same. course just given like all these different sort of training avenues and sort of pick which one you think suits you most
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i suppose tying in with that is the whole although you might not have although you do have although you might not have like a concrete two thousand three thousand words that you've done <coughs> since the start of the phd process you have gained skills and knowledge and had training and you, you you're you in a a better place well not a better place but a a greater understanding now than you were six months ago yeah like I feel like it's completely
2: different to undergraduate yes you pick up skills on academic writing referencing all of that kind of stuff but even in the first four or five months of doing this there's so many different skills and opportunities that undergraduates just don't quite cover so yeah I think that's kind of my positive is the jump and the self-development aspect of a PhD
1: it has been really quick for you with fair play what a very quick jump from undergrad to phd Yeah. oh <laughs> well, no that's a positive yeah well so that's quick learning. one of
0: the things we we're trying to because uh, oh, look at me bringing the negativity Anna's back sorry. Anna's sorry. obviously had a, had a bad well not a bad week but a tough yeah, week. yeah i'll say a bad week and we me and tom were trying to uplift that's the thing you you you've had a lot of positives even though you might not realize it and might maybe you can't put them into words all the time yeah you've had a lot of positives the fact that you're here and you've only you only graduated in the summer. That's pretty yeah. impressive.
2: The whole thing, the whole PhD is a positive. Like yeah, it, of course. I yeah. know we talked about the challenges a lot, but it is a positive overall. It's a great thing. Yeah. It's just sometimes you have weeks and it doesn't feel like
0: that. <laughs> That's the whole point <laughs> Which of this is episode. Fine. And so this is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Just to try and make us feel a bit more positive and a bit more, I don't know, have a positive outlook in the, in the weeks to come. So my final uh, positive of my research is that I now am at a place where I actually understand what I'm doing. And I suppose that sounds like quite a simple thing to say, but I actually have a whole research project mapped out in front of me from title to aims to research questions to methods. And for the last year I've kind of been reading things and thinking, Where am I going with this? Whereas now I can see things in the literature and I can think, well that links into this and or it'll be interesting to see whether that comes up in the data. And I actually have kind of a flow going because I think for the last, probably the whole of December at least, I kind of hit a wall, and wasn't really making much progress.
1: I mean, that was just after your literature was like done, though, wasn't it? Yeah, like at yeah. a big next I think step. Just
0: then. doing that, and then I kind of took my f- not took my foot off the pedal, but kind of just thought, well, okay, let's just have a a little bit of a a chill, and then yeah, I think I got too much into the Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> don't think it helped productivity having Christmas songs on repeat in the office.
1: I mean how in that direction now though gotta be like a massive boost for the rest of like your plans of what you're doing next.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like like you say after the lit review, I kind of found myself thinking, well, I suppose ethics and then starting data collection and so on is the next process. And I didn't really know where I was going, I didn't really have much direction with that. Whereas now I do, so big hurdle I think another big success so far in terms of i actually know where i'm going with it so
1: it's definitely a massive ex- success isn't yeah,
0: it yeah so i'm happy with that
2: so the last kind of positive we're going to touch on yeah. is the ability that a phd gives you to have an impact in your field i think it's i well i didn't really realize the magnitude it can have having three or more years yeah. to specifically focus on one area like you think everyone in academia in the field kind of knows everything but they've got other responsibilities they haven't got time to sit down and pull every bit of literature apart and really yeah. like delve deep into it they haven't got time to be going and meeting other people and finding out about different things so I think that's got to be a massive positive of it is that you can really really make a difference in your
0: field like yeah of course well it's just like you say the opportunity of being able to have some kind of impact I suppose, I especially, I don't know about you too, but during my undergrad, I never really imagined that I would be in the position to be able to contribute to the literature that's out there.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I hoped so, but yeah, yeah, of it's course. like a I realisation suppose, thing, of, I is that you, ever going to happen?
0: You hope so, yeah, but reading it, I wasn't sat doing an assignment thinking, yeah, I always thought, oh, it'd be great to be yeah. able to be part of the, the literature, but actually thinking, I'll have the chance to, I suppose... Is it's almost it's almost another world when you're in undergrad. You don't really have, like you say, it's a big jump from undergrad to academia, and you don't really have the the you don't almost have the logical processes of thinking how will I get to that. You just
1: I certainly didn't anyway. Yeah, exactly I, to PhD from where I was. Like you just think, okay, here's a chance now. Let's do something with it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I suppose obviously for you, Hannah, obviously going from undergrad to PhD mm-hmm. is quite a sudden step and I I mean I know you said that you you were talking to your supervisor about your mm-hmm. project for a little while before yeah but did you actually at any point before that think oh yeah maybe I could go into a PhD or
2: no <laughs> no and the other thing that I was speaking to my supervisor about that made me kind of um, realize the potential this project could have yeah. is that no one really knows that much about dyslexia so being able to have the opportunity to actually maybe inform something and change the way practice is given if necessary is yeah, a really exciting positive.
0: Procrastination of the week. I've got one. Number six. You've actually got one this week. Number seven. Number six. We didn't do one in the first episode. Oh did we not? First episode was an introduction, so of course we didn't do one in the first Shows how much attention you yeah. pay. <laughs> so you've actually got one this mm-hmm. week. The first week where you've kind of got a fully prepared...
2: I think there's been other weeks, but it feels like the first week. I feel like <laughs> most
0: weeks has been a, oh, I, I cleaned the fridge, and <laughs> oh, I did my nails, and <laughs> nothing's, nothing confirmed. Okay. But you've actually got one this well, week.
2: Well, I hope this one is
0: confirmed. Okay, I've got another little bit of research. And oh, my God. Top five and so on, of so course that's yeah. good. Tom, have you got one for this? Yeah, got yeah? Okay, so who wants to go first? Mine and yours is related again, isn't it? It's
1: related, but it's not the same. Yeah. how much
0: time I don't spend with you guys outside the podcast. But
1: you leave so early.
2: Yeah. That's
0: fine. It's not a problem. Miss so, out. who wants to introduce? Well,
2: Quite. if I say, so I got a new notepad. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it's like one of the special, like, kind of A3 doodle ones. It's got, like, dots on it, a list section, oh, like a Tom. doodle zone. Oh, it's, got more than that. it's got lots yeah. of, like, oh. sections. So the background is made up of little dots so this is not important yet but i'll give (laughs) you the context see how i'm setting you up here no i appreciate that yeah i like that um so yeah i as i said have a bit of a stressful week so to kind of continue working whilst de-stressing a little bit i did some drawings and colorful mind maps and pretty pictures that obviously relate to phd not well, yeah, procrastinating, but <laughs> not completely procrastinating. Um,
0: it's like yeah. Tom's poster a couple of weeks ago, or well, before Christmas, that when, wasn't he, when he made a big fancy poster. And yes, it's productive, but it's kind of procrastination. Yeah. Because it's not... Like I don't need to, to. draw in as much detail as got I am. you the information. You're just putting it in a pretty format. Sort like of. Kind of. Yeah, yeah I mean, kind of.
1: The highlight of this procrastination of the week is when she drew oh, out a no. picture of her brain. Even the detailed part of her cerebellum and then labelled <laughs> something else of the cerebellum was, and the devastation of how she had. So
2: I was doing lots of different um, potential causes, like the etiology of dyslexia, and phonological awareness is one, cerebellum deficit, another, for example. So I stupidly didn't put the, what do you call it, the arm of the mind map, like the spikes coming off. I don't know, I would just call it the arrow like, the like arrow, strand or something. ok well I didn't put the arrow for the cerebellum one coming off the cerebellum so that was really good and then I also spilled water on it and s- <laughs> I made a bit of a mess that was also really sad so um, next
0: week procrastination is going to be doing this again I did oh, it, it again today <laughs> <laughs> so your procrastination week is doing two yeah, the doing same thing
2: <laughs> but it's really good good, take your word for
0: it Yeah. doing it twice is quite <laughs> impressive to be fair <laughs> I think I would have probably yeah. just left it and let it be... It's not as good the second time I mean, I've seen the know. smudge
1: on the last one. It's not even that bad. Like, it could it have was? Just been done for the You're saying
0: one. she just did a second one to procrastinate. No, even it was bad. I don't know. It was bad. Okay. So, Tom, what's your procrastination of the week linked to... Slightly linked to what Hannah said.
1: So, the link was about her notebook. It was a massive section with just dots on it. Okay. So, when she got it, she made this idea. It's just stuck now. Was it my idea? Definitely. Because I, I forgot was, about this I'm, game I'm until never, we bought it. I've never oh, okay. even
0: heard of it. So. Oh.
1: So you got these dots over a paper, mm-hmm. and you got to put one line down at a time, like taking turns. And whoever finishes making a box, like the four lines, okay, gets yeah. the colour of the box and own it for themselves. Oh. So we yeah. decided to have a sectioned off what Quick was meant game. to be a little part Yeah. So an A3 dots.
2: pad, and we sectioned off. It wasn't even, like water it was way less than that
1: it looked quite small when you done it but yeah but yeah it was oh, it turned okay. out to take ages. ages
2: how long were we playing
1: it was at least an hour i think we were yeah. out to be
2: when was this By i ways. can't remember tuesday it must have yeah. been.
1: tuesday like
2: afternoon
1: a couple hours after you left i think
0: yeah. ah, okay and who
1: won I mean, I smashed her.
2: By the end of it, we've been playing for so long that my brain had just stopped working, so I couldn't figure out, because we Mm. were getting to the point where there was just like a few spaces left where you wouldn't make a massive row of boxes. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, Tom won. So I'm sure there's going to be some repeats and some rematches in that.
1: Well, her idea before we start that game... Was to do it with the whole A3 <laughs> sheet of dots. You're going to have to do that. Which we very quickly dismissed and we no, saw no, how long gonna it's going to gonna take.
0: At some point, we'll do it. You're going to have to do that.
1: We might have to get a start now. We might finish within the three years, okay. I think.
2: Yeah, we'll do like a lot. Li- <gasps> Should we do a line a day and see how long it takes that's us. That's going to take forever. Line, yeah, a day. line a day.
1: But that's mine. What's yours, Sammy?
0: So my procrastination of the week, um, slightly inspired by somebody else, one of our colleagues in the research house, um, Nick. He uh, suggested, because so, basically, I'll start off with some context. Last Friday, Friday Treat. And I wasn't in for no. it. But I brought in biscuits for Friday Treat. So, I brought in a pack of malted milks, a pack of <laughs> knock-off digestive biscuits, milk digestive, and a pack of... What was the third ones? Cookies. Oh, yeah. Very just very much some, like, appreciated the cookies. Knock-off Maryland cookie... Uh, yeah, cookies. So, I brought in three packs for Friday Treat. And we were discussing kind of because i was stood in the shop for probably about a good 10 minutes five minutes wow. looking at the biscuits thinking i'm gonna buy three i, I had in my mind that i was gonna buy three sets of biscuits and i thought which three sets of biscuits would work the best <laughs> so i was trying to decide which ones would kind of not go together but which ones would complement each other like you need okay. you need like a cookie
2: but you need a bit of variance between them a little yeah, bit different there'd be no mm. point
0: in getting a plain digestive and then a milk digestive because they're very similar
1: the amount of thought that went into this,
0: I, I, don't, I don't. This is slack why it's going to procrastination. <laughs> so, in the office, then later that day, we start discussing kind of people's favourite biscuits and different biscuits and which ones are good with a cup of tea and things like that. So, I then thought, okay, I'll take this to the, the next level. Of course. So, shortlist dot com have ranked <laughs> ranked biscuits, and they've given them a dunking rating. So how well they've done.
2: This has just sparked a memory in me. Did you ever right? used to go to like holiday parks when you were little, and they used to play the game on the stage where two people go up each other, and you both got to pick a biscuit from a tin, and then you'd no. have to dip it in a cup of tea. And whoever's biscuit lasts the longest won.
0: Where did you go on holiday? <laughs> no, that sounds like an incredible I don't know, game. I know, like
2: having like holiday parks and stuff oh, like okay. that. holiday And to you used to get parks. the biscuit, and yeah, so like you had to strategically pick your biscuit. So you obviously wouldn't pick the pink wafer. You so would what would you something pick? Like a chunky, like, like a, a shortbread, or cr-
0: cr- oh, a bourbon. Bourbon's always good. Bourbon would be good because yeah. there's two layers of biscuit. There's the bit in the middle. <laughs> And then shortbread like, would be best for that. Cause it really Yeah, soaks that's it up.
2: true. And if you were both like neck and neck and neither of your biscuits had broken off, then you'd have to do the test of like wiggling it a little bit and then whoever's biscuit broke first. <laughs> this sounds like a <laughs>
0: brilliant game. <laughs> We're going to have to play this in the <laughs> office. We're going to have to get some I'm biscuits. I'm not thrilled about this. We're going to have to get some biscuits and see which ones are the most durable.
2: Right, this is going to be a
1: procrastination gonna in the future. We're going to have to. brilliant. Happening. That's, That's fine. fine. I'll take part, but I'm not funding I the biscuits. If you,
0: if you say that to Nick, Nick will, he will have such a smile on his face. That sounds like a really Nick game. That sounds amazing. <laughs> He'll bring his children in again. Yeah, is that, that sounds brilliant. We should have done it when he brought his son in. God, that would have been fantastic. So, yeah, so they rate them on dunking. And then they also rate them on taste. So the first one maybe quite contentious, some people view it as a cake or a biscuit, is a Jaffa cake. Comes in fifth in their list.
2: Okay.
0: Do you think that that's a cake or a biscuit? Biscuit. Or sit on the fence? I'm a,
2: I think it's a biscuit. I think it's, it's a It's just cake. a snack, it? It's the shape it of a biscuit. It's all food. It's, <laughs> I think it's a it's cake. biscuit.
0: I think it's a cake. No,
2: because you have Jaffa cake things now that come in like a bigger thing, and but they're that, a Jaffa cake. These are, like are called Jaffa well, cakes. Well,
0: they're not called Jaffa biscuits.
2: Uh, is, is any biscuit called a biscuit? Like, you don't have, you have custard creams, you have bourbon. They're not custard cream biscuits, they're not cookie biscuits. I thought
0: milk, chocolate, digestive biscuit. I thought that was what I it was. I know people it. can't see this, chocolate but I feel digestive. like you two are
1: about to start a fight over this. <laughs> <laughs> like, full on.
0: I I don't think it's a, a biscuit because the, the the It's the, a biscuit. The biscuit main part of it is sponge it's not biscuit but it's
2: like the shape of a biscuit it's like mouth size it's like the mouth size it's that biscuit isn't it mouth size do you have a cake that looks no I don't know your cupcakes are different aren't they no
0: (laughs) cupcakes my argument earlier was that you can fit a whole cupcake in your mouth no no you you can't well you clearly haven't lived (laughs) so number five is a jaff cake do you agree with that do you think it should be up there or do you think it's do you not really rate a jaffa cake for dunking in a tea and right. stuff like that? I
1: don't keep it long enough to dunk. It you just just, yeah, you just love them.
2: Yeah, you yeah. demolished a whole pack in like so thirty seconds of the other day. It's quite impressive actually. It's good
1: though.
0: Yeah, their dunking impressive. ability seven out of ten. Yeah, I, I don't quite know about sturdy. That. I, I suppose because it's like it's a cake. <laughs> it's sponge-like. It soaks it up quite well. It holds a bit of bit of moisture in there, yeah. nice and moist. Uh, taste eight out of ten. Could mm. you put that high, Tom? It's
1: a bit harsh.
2: That's a bit high, I'd say.
0: Harsh. I think eight's probably a, quite fair. Sitting on the fence, I think that's probably all right. Number four, I don't agree with this at all. A ginger nut biscuit. Oh, I love a ginger and nut. Again. I hate ginger. I hate ginger nuts. Uh, so dunking, nine. Very durable, oh, okay. very solid. And they're quite chunky, aren't they? Yeah. And there's okay. nothing that's else true. to them. They're just all solid. There's not like any little flimsy bits like a chocolate chip that might... Might become too too moist or fall apart a bit. Taste seven on a ginger nut. I don't think that that's right at all.
2: I'd say about right, less. I mean, yeah, it
0: should be about two. Number three, Cadbury's chocolate fingers. Are they a biscuit? See, I I don't know. They're uh, biscuit like.
2: They're just like a but chocolate. Then, but then
1: you could say a
0: Malteser's a biscuit. Yeah, because, that like,
2: that's in that kind of category of
0: like snacky chocolate. Well, just shor- a long digestive, surely. Well, shortlist dot <laughs> Ranks them third. They give them a dunk of ten, because when you think about it, the chocolate all on the outside goes nice and melted, but ne- it will rarely fall apart. I've never okay. seen one break. Exactly. And taste seven. I think it should be a higher taste than that. I think they're brilliant. Like you with Jack yeah, they're better than. I'll, I'll buy nuts, a so. pack of chocolate f- fingers, and they will be gone within ten minutes. I like Pop the white pack. ones. The white ones are good. Yeah, yeah, very good. Number two, Fox's Viennese. I don't really know if anybody. Actually knows what they are, but they no probably sea a... biscuit. Like oh, I would not have a clue then. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know why that's there, but it's there. And they dunk eight out of ten for dunking. Well done then. And taste—they give a nine out of ten for taste. They rank that above a jaffa. We'll have to I try know. them. Well, that's what I said. We're gonna have to get loads of biscuits in. Everyone's gonna have to bring in like three different types of biscuit, and we'll have a little like dunk off and see who can do best. This is so sort of strange. Number one. And I really agree with this. You're getting
1: so happy, I can see it.
0: I really agree with number one. I, I'd forgotten about this biscuit until I saw it on the screen in front of me earlier. I don't know how you pronounce it. A choco libniz? It's the mm. ones where you have chocolate on one side, biscuit on the other.
1: Oh, like primary school biscuits.
0: And the chocolates... So the only way I can describe it is you have biscuit on one side and chocolate on the other. And the chocolate side, like, overlaps the biscuit side.
1: They're, like, dipped in chocolate.
0: What are they called? Choco Leibniz, Google it. Choco and then L E I B, N I Z. Okay. You can get lots of versions of them, knock off and some some not knock off, but they are always fantastic. They are brilliant.
2: Are they shortbread biscuit? Is that what it is normally? No. Oh. No. Oh, I thought. I'm were... thinking of something else. Like so, you know, an M and S. You have them. Did you
0: see what it was? No, I didn't know how to spell it. I just. <laughs> I just said it to you.
2: Yeah, it wasn't on Google at that point. So <laughs>
0: a Choco Liebnis. So they rate this number one. Dunking nine out of ten. I kind of agree. Obviously, like with a chocolate finger, you get chocolate, you get the biscuit. Okay. Nice and good, nice and melted. They give it a taste ten out of ten. And I agree 100%. They are absolutely fantastic.
1: I'm not sure where they are anymore.
0: One o- I will bring some in. I'll bring some in. Okay. I'll bring some I don't <laughs> object to that. I'm in tomorrow. I'll bring some in tomorrow. Okay, so I suppose I just wanted to finish this off with what's your favorite biscuit and what would you rate it out of dunking and taste?
2: Oh, I'd have two. A cookie, any type of cookie, any cookie in the world, any cookie in the world. What even a huge one? Oh, I'll say Maryland to just be what about Millie's cookie? Is that a biscuit? Was that a cookie? I don't know. But like you have cookie biscuits, and then you have Maryland, cookies. Maryland. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then the chocolate digesters, but the thin ones. You ever tried them? I've never tried them. They're good. No, but they're probably not very good. When you say good, this, because
0: have you ever tried the things that look like Pringles but they're chocolate?
2: Oh yeah, I like thin It was a oh, similar kind of, to that, kind of thing Kind
0: of yeah, they're kind of like that. But I'd never know whether you mean that or whether you mean just like a really no. thin. No, oh, they do them like super thin. Never tried that. It's good. But why would you want less of a biscuit?
2: Um, healthier.
0: Which one's your favourite out of them two?
2: I think the thins. Okay, the thins. so what would you
0: give it out of Duncan? Numbers oh, it's probably not
2: gonna have much. It's thin, isn't it? So yeah, like a four maybe.
0: Okay. I don't know. What about taste? Well, ten. Okay. it a ten. Lovely. Tom, what's yours?
1: The only one that comes to mind is the smiley face you get from Family Circle.
0: What? smiley face oh it's what, like, like a jam inside
1: oh my god a
2: jammy all about them. like
1: i've never seen packs of them jammy, on the. a jammy dodger no but
2: they're basically like no. a jam cream thing like
1: a, they got a smiley face i don't
0: know
2: they're literally the worst biscuity kind of soggy biscuit on top isn't it almost that's yeah.
0: just made me think of um is it bm's the biscuit have you ever had a bm no, oh so. god, we've got so many biscuits we have to so try in the office. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna bring in so many biscuits. tomorrow I'm going, shopping. In England, I'm going shopping today, and I'm bringing so many biscuits in tomorrow. I'm bringing so Go many. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was yours? A smiley face from a, a what? A
1: family circle box.
0: Okay, and where I... would you buy them? <laughs> They just boxes. <laughs> Is it like Christmas time you'd get like a box in the bowl. Well,
1: so. they're meant to be, but I just get them whenever. They're just big boxes <laughs> yeah. of biscuits with family circle written on them. Okay. And the main biscuit is a smiley face one.
0: So what would you give that for dunking?
1: Probably one. It's very soft.
0: <laughs> okay. But it's all in the taste, I assume. What would you yeah. give it for taste?
1: I'm not biased, but probably a ten. Eleven? Eleven Maybe. Out of ten?
0: Lovely. So that was my procrastination of the week. Delved right into the wonderful world of biscuits and I'll be bringing loads in tomorrow to the office. Maybe not as much as I've promised, but I'll bring in a couple of different... I'll members. hold you to this now. I'll bring in some BMs because they are fantastic. BMs are amazing. <laughs> so good. Like, I can't even begin to describe how good they are.
1: I've never seen you so passionate.
0: <laughs> Biscuits are my life. Biscuits are amazing. Especially in the office. Can't you agree that... Like Julian always does it. You come in, you see some biscuits it in the kitchen so area. And you, d- you get really excited and it's a little like perky day. It's the little things that that, that count. There you go.
1: Another positive. Biscuits. Exactly. Keep them in yeah. mind.
0: <laughs> so, who do we think is going to win procrastination of the week?
1: I have to give up mine because I sort of just used Hannah's little notebook.
0: Yeah,
2: and mine includes me. Y- you're like, you're pro- sorry, your procrastination includes me and my notebook. So you can't have the point without me having something.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Well, Tom, I really like the boxes. I did really it was
1: like the My game.
2: idea of the game, my notebook, my participation. card. Yeah, part. Hmm. So did I.
0: I just, I don't even care if I went. There. I just really wanted to talk about biscuits for quite a long time. I think my notebook was we, two of we, them. We so we I think it it it's Hannah. me. Should we give it to Hannah? She Thank had you. a bad week. My I brain's really respect the She's had a... Your brain... I thought you meant your <laughs> literal brain. Should, <laughs> I'm we give, should we give it to Hannah? I think she needs it after this week.
1: After the heartbreak of the cerebellum being in the wrong place, I think she it's could use it It's in the right place
2: left now left. on the second version, can I just Exactly.
0: Act? She did it twice. And
2: she Go on, was then. part Go of on. the
0: boxes game. So we'll give it to
2: And Hannah. the arms coming off are axons and like, leading little dentrons
0: connecting. Just, yeah.
1: But honestly, the <laughs> amount of effort you put into it, you deserve it.
0: Thanks. So... So that puts me on three after my GeoGuessr win that nobody took part in. Hannah's now level with Tom on two points. Game on. So that was episode seven of Get the PHT. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we've uh, been able to uplift your mood slightly maybe after a little bit of a bad week like Hannah's had.
2: And probably persuaded you to go and buy a pack of biscuits.
0: Yeah, probably made everybody quite (laughs) hungry. Hopefully you've got biscuits nearby or a shop nearby where you can go and buy some. I would recommend BMs. (laughs) Because I really want some PMs now. So, thank you for listening. See you next week.